From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome to the Black and Blue Report. It is the Thursday edition and a special edition at that here from our Smoothie King Center studios this morning. That's right. Today it becomes official. Uh, New Orleans Arena becomes Smoothie King Center. And so big news today and a lot of our focus today on the Black and Blue Report will be that very big change, uh, not only for the Pelicans franchise, but for the city of New Orleans and the New Orleans Arena itself. And that does impact, of course, the, the state of Louisiana. I'm Sean Kelly. Producer Dan's across the uh, glass uh, from me to this morning as we uh, get set to bring you this uh, podcast involving Saints and Pelicans fans today. Primarily Pelican stuff. And a, wow, what a win last night for the Pels. They beat the Atlanta Hawks 105-100. A surviving, really, a three-point attack by the Hawks. The uh, Hawks used 14 three-pointers last night, but it was not enough. Those 14 threes, by the way, were the most threes hit against the Pelicans in any game so far this season. But the Pelicans kind of staving off the Hawks in the third by matching their 24 points, cruised in the fourth, outscoring Atlanta 34-25 to to go on and win it, again by the score of 105 to 100. Of course, uh, that was the last game played under the banner of New Orleans Arena. And so Smoothie King, uh, Smoothie King Center takes over uh, today, and the Pelicans will play the Wolves in in under, I should say, yeah, in under uh, that new name tomorrow night when they host the Wolves at 8.30. Big night for Anthony Davis. He went 20-10 and 10 again, 27 points, 10 rebounds last night. He also had a block shot. Anthony Morrow led the way off the bench. He had 16 I think John DeShazer was in the postgame locker room last night and started the conversation with the assembled media around Anthony Morrow. A nice bounce back game for you guys. Um, surrendered a big fourth quarter lead, but you're able to come back in the fourth quarter tonight. Yeah, um, you know, it's just a test of character, man. Made some mistakes down the stretch as a team. Um, let them get some buckets. Uh, you know, we just got to fight through those things, man. You know, we got to learn from our mistakes from past games. You know, we can't get down on ourselves whenever we make mistakes or teams get back in the game. Uh, that's one of the best teams in the East right there. So uh, it should give us more confidence. You know, we just got to come to work tomorrow and be ready to play. What was the key to shutting them down in the fourth quarter? Because, I mean, you guys did the job defensively more than anything in the fourth quarter. Um, just knowing, like, keying on guys, knowing who the play was for, basically paying attention to the scout report. I think, you know, we play hard every single game. I think it was more mental. And, uh, you know, I think we took took advantage of, of the opportunities that we had defensively, knowing that, you know, they want to probably go to Corver. They probably want to, you know, get Teague in a pick and roll with, with Millsap. So I think we just paid more attention to the scout report. What's your recollection of that scramble play right before your big three? That kind of, what, was, what happened on that? Um, it was fast. I don't remember. I just remember, you know, uh, Greg tipping it out, I think. And, uh, you know, that's why I, I attribute my, my teammates for looking for me. You know, they set great screens for me. Point guards was finding me. And uh, on that play, it was just a heads-up play by Greg. He turned around, I was open, and I knocked it down. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, we watched film on it, you know, we specifically watched things that we did that we could have done better. Um, wasn't like a browbeating session or, you know, anything like that. It was just to get better and learn. So, you know, everybody has an open mind. Nobody takes anything personal, and we, we want to play for each other. You know, it's, it's really no animosity or, you know, nobody's getting down on anybody. We're just playing hard for, for each other. So with that, the Pelicans find themselves now 21-27. and 27. They're 2-1 and one on this homestand with one more to go against Minnesota. A little bit later in the program, we'll talk more about uh, the ball game, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll play for you the walk-off interview we had with Eric Gordon last night a little bit later here on this edition of the Black and Blue Report. Still to come on this special edition here surrounding the announcement regarding the Smoothie King Center, we'll talk with the CEO of Smoothie King, that's Juan Kim, the president of that company, Tom O'Keefe, will stop by. We're hoping to uh, also visit with Pelicans and Saints President Dennis Lawship, and then one of our civic leaders as well as uh, this announcement takes place late morning at Smoothie King Center, formerly New Orleans Arena. Uh, don't forget the Monty Williams Show is yours tonight. That's at 8 Central. I'll give you the rest of the details on that when we wrap up our conversation about last night's game a little, a little later in the podcast as well. So a big day here for the Pelicans and for the city of New Orleans and for this venue right next to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, the Smoothie King Center era begins. All right, when we come back, President and CEO of Smoothie King, that's Juan Kim and Mr. Tom O'Keefe, right after this. The Pelicans Valentine's three-game flex pack presented by Woodhouse Day Spa is a great gift for the basketball lover in your life. This limited-time offer includes two tickets to any three games of your choice on the Pelicans schedule, including matchups against the Clippers, Thunder, and Heat. Packages start as low as $54, plus the first 200 packs purchased will include a $25 gift card to Woodhouse Day Spa. So call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your Valentine's three-game flex pack today. NBA All-Star 2014 is coming to New Orleans with an exciting lineup. The BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge is your ticket to see the NBA's newest stars. On Friday, February 14th, the New Orleans Arena will play host as the rookies and sophomores team up to battle for bragging rights and make a name for themselves in the Big Easy. Tickets are on sale now through NBAevents.com for as low as $10. BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge, your ticket to see the NBA's newest stars. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report here on this Thursday. As we alluded to, well, we didn't allude to it. We shouted it in our first segment today. Today is day one of the Smoothie King Center, the building formerly known as New Orleans Arena. And as promised, we're visiting with the CEO of Smoothie King and the president of Smoothie King. That'd be Mr. Juan Kim. Mr. Tom O'Keefe, and uh, it's my pleasure to visit with you all, meet with you all for the first time today. Mr. Kim, we'll start with you. Um, I, I, I was trying to think of the great lead-in question for you, but on a day such as this and in a building this size, maybe just asking you how you feel here on this day of uh, the new Smoothie King Center and what that means to you as far as um, the beginning of a new era, maybe, maybe not only for this building and this team and this city, but for your company as well. I really didn't realize until uh, today that uh, uh, it, it means a lot more than just putting our name in the building. Uh, our company was founded in 1973 here in New Orleans, and we are a local company, and we have fostered ourselves to 680 locations worldwide from New Orleans, uh, 
and I'm so happy to give back to the community where our roots are, and this means a lot to us. So I'm very proud of ourselves, and I'm proud of the city where we are from, and welcome to Smoothie King Center. Very well said. Well, Juan, when you, when, when you look back on the days where you acquired Smoothie King and started to really wanted to grow this into a global brand, did you think you'd, you'd reach a day such as this as a way or a platform to, to uh, move your company forward? Very frankly, when I bought the company, I thought about moving out of New Orleans. So I was considering uh, Atlanta or Dallas, but then I started to realize I was fortunate to have a lot of employees who are so loyal to the brand, but also at the same time, they had so much, so much attachment to the city. And I quickly realized this city offers so much unique cultures that you cannot find any other places. So we decided to stay, and then I moved my family from Korea, and now we live here, we enjoy this unique culture, and Smoothie King Center, it's more commitments from myself, and I do not regret, because so far, I think we are doing so well, and it just tells me this city has more potential than where it is, and our brand has so much potential than where we are now, so it's a great combination. Mr. Tom O'Keefe is the president of Smoothie King. Let me ask you this, Tom, as we sit here in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, I was just speaking a moment ago, and this is uh, unscientific at best, but I was trying to go through my brain during the last, last night's ball game about all the names of the arenas across the NBA, and this one was the last, as far as I could recall, that did not have corporate sponsorship tied to the building name itself. So whether you want to call it ironic or convenient or the perfect match, the fact that this was the last NBA arena available for corporate sponsorship happens to be in the same market where you all reside. Uh, well, then, I'm, I'm glad that we acted quickly. Yes. <laughs> um, but before I, I get into um, you know, a more deeper answer, um, the first thing I'd like to do, Sean, is thank you uh, for having us on today. Uh, I would like to thank the entire Pelicans and Benson organizations uh, for um, their efforts. This was a, a year in the works. And uh, it could have been easy just to, to give up and move on, um, but because of um, the dedication on both sides. And um, I think you know, we each understand that we have what I call a mutuality of purpose in terms of what our organizations stand for and represent. And um, we never lost sight of that. And I think that uh, there are many um, reasons why we were brought together, and now we have a lot of synergy between the two organizations so that we can elevate both our brands across the board. Um, and then, of course, all of the uh, ripple effects of that. So in this case, you know, the NBA, the city of New Orleans, the state, uh, Smoothie King, our franchisees, our guests, our team members, uh, our employees. So uh, when, I, when we looked at this, there was only, I think, certain um, um, ways that we could go about this. Uh, and when it was presented, I'll, I'll be honest, at first I didn't know whether this was going to be within our reach. And then once we determined that it was, we were laser focused on getting this deal done. Because uh, I can tell you that um, since Juan and I have been together, the one thing that he has uh, absolutely um, been inflexible about is that not only will this brand be truly a global, uh, international brand, but everything that we do along the way has to have that, um, you know, sort of, that's sort of the, the beacon that, that we all uh, are pursuing. And so 
um, this aligned perfectly, you know, from a strategic perspective to meet all those goals. So to your point, there are limited opportunities, there are financial constraints, there are other issues that we have to deal with. Uh, we were very fortunate that there was a confluence of events that brought us together that made this happen. From a strictly business standpoint, it's a tremendous investment, um, resources, financially and otherwise. When you look for a return on an investment, putting Smoothie King's name on this building and what that means globally, starting with the All-Star Game next week, what kind of return did you, did you research to hope to find did you, that you hope to see maybe in the next decade? Well, now you sound like one of our board members. <laughs> um, the way we look at it is, you know, certainly when any company makes an investment in anything, uh, you try to have an expected um, return on that investment. Um, with a deal such as this, there is such an intangible benefit that is almost impossible to quantify. Um, and it's really something you have to experience and see to almost get it. Um, by example, just this morning, Juan and I were driving in. We had a very similar discussion. And the two of us had the same reaction that even though we had in our minds an, an anticipated reaction to what this deal means, now seeing it become a reality, it's elevated in our minds what that intangible benefit is. Can I quantify that to you in terms of dollars and cents? Uh, probably not, other than to tell you that this is something that uh, has a priceless aspect to it. One, a lot of times buildings, teams, um, kind of as what Tom said, uh, corporate mission statements or goals as an organization, sometimes they marry and sometimes they're a little fuzzy. It seems in this case here, though, knowing what I know about Smoothie King, promoting healthy and active lifestyles, nutritional eating um, and drinking, matches up with the philosophy that the Pelicans have tried to um, put forth regarding all those same principles, especially with our youth in the community. Um, is that another reason why you saw this as a, as a perfect fit? Yes, uh, because we believe uh, Smoothie King Center reinforces our mission statements. As you said, our mission statement is to inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle, and it just resembles so well with Smoothie King Center. All right, so when you walk into this building now, will it feel differently to you when you come to a game or a concert here? I believe so, but uh, still this is our first day, so uh, let me digest a few more days. <laughs> Tom, is there anything else about the building and the branding of the building itself that, that maybe I don't even know yet that, that you envision with regard to how your brand is presented? Is there something out there that I should know about as far as how this building should be portrayed or the visuals should go? Well, I think when you see all the elements, uh, we, you know, we've, we've only seen the rendering phases. But when we see them now being incorporated, uh, to me, this is the, the perpetual billboard. This, this is just a constant reminder to many, many people across the board, whether they're existing guests, future guests, current franchisees, prospective franchisees, um, athletes. Uh, just it, it broadens our reach in a way that, that I think otherwise is unattainable. So um, to me, the marketing and branding aspects of this, in terms of where our brand is currently and where we know we can go, this jump starts that. Uh, this, this puts us, this gives us another level of uh, legitimacy and credibility um, that would take probably a lot longer and be more expensive to do other ways or otherwise. And so uh, again, I, I come back to when we looked at what this could mean for us in terms of where we are, and we have a very aggressive plan for the next five years, this will accelerate that. And at the same time, 
it aligns perfectly, so there's no compromise in what we've done to achieve what we set out to do. I have to ask you, I'm always fascinated about the process. When did this, in your eyes, become um, the real deal? And then, you know, the news only broke really in the last couple of days, not in earnest until last night, with hundreds of franchises across North America um, and the NBA itself and everything else. How were you all able to keep this, I guess, under wraps as long as you did? Well, you know, because it went on so long, it, it almost was the worst-kept secret um, in New Orleans. Um, but uh, even though the process took longer than we had anticipated, at the end of it, we're better for it because we had set out on an athlete-friendly initiative, and, and that actually was another reason why we pursued this opportunity. And because of the vetting process that the NBA uh, required us to go through, which actually was not unlike some of the other opportunities that we've been presented with as it relates to you know, amateur athletics, professional athletics. And so what we did when we went through it is we actually went further than what the NBA had wanted so that now we're even ahead of that curve so that we're more, we, we're in a better position to now take advantage of other you know, opportunities that are like this. Uh, but I will tell you that you know, it was six months longer than we had anticipated without question. And then we have a franchise community who, you know, they hear things or they, we can't share things because things are confidential. And so to be able to kind of lift the curtain today and let them see, um, that, that's just huge. That's just huge for them. Uh, and that's what this is about. This is not about just, you know, myself or Juan or, or just, you know, the one team. This is about so many other things, um, more than just a name on a building. And what this brings to us is just it's absolutely exhilarating, to be honest with you. There's one more thing I have to ask you all about on a lighter note here real quick. Um, a lot of the great buildings have nicknames. Um, and so while I'll be saying the Smoothie King Center probably hundreds and hundreds of times on our broadcast, with your blessing, can I nickname the building the Blender and use that occasionally? Tom, Juan, are you okay with that? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I heard uh, a few times on uh, Mustard Punch Center and also Blenders and Either one, uh, it goes well with us, and it always reminds us of our history and heritage that are where we are from. So it's great. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Juan Kim, CEO of Smoothie King. Mr. Tom O'Keefe, president of Smoothie King. Um, congratulations to you too, sir. Thanks so much. Great day. All right. We'll be back with more on the Black and Blue Report, the special edition, including the president of the Saints and Pelicans, Dennis Lashiff. We'll do that right after this. Your mission, win your share of up to $3 million in free play and prizes. M-Life presents License to Thrill, only at Beau Rivage. You could win a trip to London, even a new Mercedes E350. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday. Up to 800 winners, so play for the thrill. License to Thrill, you belong at the Beau. See M-Life desk for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report.
Welcome back. Had a great visit there in the last segment with the CEO of Smoothie King, Mr. Juan Kim, and, and Mr. Tom O'Keefe, the president of Smoothie King. Now we bring in another president, the president of the Saints and Pelicans, as promised, Dennis Lush is here with us on this wonderful Thursday on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, the buzz around the Smoothie King Center this morning is tangible. Uh, it was such a big announcement. This is big news, uh, not only for the franchise, Dennis, but for the city of New Orleans, the state of Louisiana, and the entertainment business in this in this community as well. It really is. You know, it's such a good story, uh, partnering with Smoothie King. You know, it's a it's a local company. It's a local company that started 40 years, and and yesterday, and over the course of the last few weeks and months, because this deal's been on, you know, gone on for about a year now. Um, you know, there were so many similarities in what they've accomplished in in the local community, and so many things that we've accomplished. They've rebranded um, their their company. Uh, they chose to stay in New Orleans and, and make large investments in many ways the way we do as well. And uh, they're just really good, good people. And their franchise, franchises across the, the country were able to meet a, a number of uh, owners of those franchises. They're great, great people. And so we're, real, we're really looking forward to a great relationship. Walk backwards with me. I'm not going to name names, but there are a lot of other companies that were interested in putting their name on this building. A process that began even before Mr. Benson, Mr. and Mrs. Benson purchased this franchise. But for Smoothie King and for the Saints and Pelicans organization, the state, the city, when did this all really start to become rather serious and, and start to gel? Sure, sure. I mean, well, it started, um, it really, I mean, for us, it started when, when, we, when we bought the, the team, obviously, and, and we were granted the rights to sell the name to the building. I mean, that, that was something new. I mean, the Saints attained that right in their new deal, and, and, and the Pelicans attained that right in their new deal as well. So... Um, during the the acquisition phase, uh, during the due diligence period, you know we you know we put this really high on the priority list. I mean, we've done a lot in the last year. The the, the improvements in the building, the, the agreement with Fox Sports New Orleans, the new practice facility, the new branding, go on and on and on. But this was right up there at the top of the list. And uh, there were a handful of companies that we tar- targeted early on, and we went out and, and we and we made pitches. Um, interestingly, though, this one was one that just kind of popped up on the radar. Um, and, and when it did, um, Jean-Paul Dardenne, who's our, who's our um, head of uh, vice president of sponsorships, he, he, he was going out originally to make a pitch just on a corporate sponsorship. And it's a great story because as he was doing his research in his company, he said, you know, I think these guys can, they have the horsepower to be a lot more than just a corporate sponsor. I think these guys potentially have the ability to be a naming rights partner. And uh, and so when he uh, went into the meeting, he um, he came armed with a naming rights proposal, and uh, they liked it, and the process began. And it didn't take very long for us to reach the business points and the business deals. That wasn't so much the complicated part. The complicated part was making sure that the NBA would be okay with having a company that has supplements um, or has in, the, in their products. And so essentially what had to happen, every one of their products had to be tested to make sure it was in NBA compliance. And, uh, and we're very happy. And that took a long time. It took about eight months. There was a need to be very patient. That's why I think I've said on your show a couple times, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Um, and uh, anyway, we were all very patient. They were great to work with, and, and that's how we, we finally got the approval. And, uh, and then, as Tom mentioned yesterday, um, you know, we selected this week being the week before the All-Star game, and 
you know, obviously the ESPN game tomorrow night. So this is why we announced this week. The experience of naming the Superdome the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, how much did that help you all in going through this particular process? Uh, it was gigantic. I mean, having gone through the process already uh, in the Superdome, we really knew a lot of the pitfalls and a lot of the areas that we wanted to avoid. We also knew what was important to the building. We knew what was important to SMG and to the LSCD and to the state. So we, we avoided a lot of the, the pitfalls um, that, that may have occurred. Um, again, really the only complication we had in this deal was going through the testing period for the products. Everything else went uh, very smoothly. I will ask all the parties involved virtually the same question. I asked this of the Smoothie King folks. I'll ask you from the standpoint of the New Orleans Pelicans, what does this deal mean? And, and you, you take it from there, you know, whether it's a financial benefit, which seems obviously obvious, but what else does it mean to finally get a corporate naming rights deal done for this building? Well, I, you know, I can go through a whole list of things that it means. Obviously, it means financial viability. Obviously, it's great to have a great brand like Smoothie King um, associated with our brand, the Pelicans brand. But but I'll go back and, and say something else, and, and this is important. Um, a couple of years ago, there were a lot of naysayers who said we could never name the Superdome, and we certainly could never name the arena. And when we were able to sell these naming rights, we came in and, and they said, look, we have no local companies in the market, so you're going to have to pass on any local companies. And quite frankly, being a small market in New Orleans, there's no international or national companies that's going to be interested in the name. And, and we kind of said baloney on that. We, we think that the, that um, that there are a number of candidates, a number of quality candidates that are out there that would want to be represented by our buildings. And I think we've proven that. And I think it's much more than just the franchises that's proven it. I think it's it's certainly it's the city that's proven it. I think it's the buildings themselves that have proven it. It's the state of Louisiana. And it really is a concerted effort by other part, all the parties involved that, that really we're going to push sports and push these buildings to the, to the front. And we're going to be leaders. And I'm real proud... Um, you know, being involved in both these organizations, being part of the sports um, industry here in New Orleans, that we are again are on the forefront of, of what's good in sports. And so I think, it, it, you know, it speaks to that as well. It, it goes back to a conversation that you and I have had a, several times. This market outpunches its weight with regard to major league sports, sports marketing, and the business that goes around that. Um, what you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Benson, all that, Vicki Loomis, I mean, I can go down the list. This idea of a winning culture, it feels like you win today. It's an off-the-floor win for this franchise. It, it absolutely is, and, and we're, we're just ecstatic about it. And, but, you know, we're on to our next big thing, and, and we have a number of things, you know, coming down the pipe that, you know, you, let me say this. We're going to take a deep breath. We're really going to enjoy this today. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, and deservedly so. It's a gigantic um, um, goal that we've accomplished as a, as a franchise. But we can't celebrate too much because next week we have the All-Star right, game. Right. And, and uh, we're so excited about the All-Star game. And, and I, I've mentioned to you already, we're doing things in this All-Star game that's never been done before. Some of the parties that we're hosting, some of the business-to-business -business things that we're doing. And, and speaking of business-to-business, -business, I'll mention this, this partnership with Smoothie King, their owners from South Korea, we've already, you know, you know, stepped out and talked to the NBA about games possibly in South Korea because of the relationship we had. We've already talked to GNO Inc. here locally about building your relationships. They already have relationships with South Korea. How can we strengthen those relationships with South Korea and the industries in all of Asia? So we're really going to try to leverage this relationship into something so much bigger, not just for the teams, but for the city as well. You mentioned the All-Star Game. You got any big plans next week? Uh, every day, every <laughs> night. Uh, there's a lot of hosting that goes on, but uh, but that's great. I mean, we're real excited about that. Um, 
again, it's it's our opportunity to shine as a community, and uh, you know we'll we'll do our best to to really uh, make this All Star Game the best it can be. All right, let me finish by putting you on the spot. Yeah. Not a real tough question here. Is there a favorite? Smoothie from Smoothie King that you're willing to share with me? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I love the the chocolate lean. I mean, I've you know I've been getting those for many many years, and um, you know it's healthy and uh, it's funny. We now have I've seen a couple people ask, well, does this mean we're going to have some concession stands in the building, some Smoothie King con concession stands? And I can tell you, they're already here. And uh, for the last two nights, uh, me and Mickey Loomis, Tom Benson, we've all been. Uh, we, we've made we've made a stop at the beginning of the game, and we stopped at halftime as well. So we're going to be uh, big constituents, uh, consumers of these products. I can yeah, I'm with you. It's a part of my pregame routine now after these last two games. I, it, the cat got out of the bag a little bit when people started to figure out why there were Smoothie yeah, King concession yeah, stands in the building. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're great products. And, uh, you know, it's funny. There's many stories uh, in our company about us supporting Smoothie King long before the naming rights deal came up. I mean, uh, many people know Mr. and Mrs. Benson's first date was at a Smoothie King, uh, which is which is kind of funny. Our uh, our vice president of communications, Greg Bensel, who does such a good job, he uh, he he eats uh, religiously two smoothies, has two smoothies a day. And uh, for a lot of people that don't know us, we just recently um, put in a nutritional bar at our practice facility for a football team, and, and smoothies and smoothie products are a big component of that for um, for for health reasons. So. It's, it's a great relationship. Incredible. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I might have to get you back next week to give us uh, your report on all the all-star parties. Is that fair? Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to. All right. So. Dennis Losh, your president of the Saints and the Pelicans with us here on this uh, Thursday as we celebrate the uh, naming rights deal for the New Orleans Arena becoming the Smoothie King Center. More on this program as we continue. We hope to speak with some of our civic leaders right after this. Basketball fans of all ages, NBA All-Star 2014 is coming to New Orleans and tips off with four days of basketball action. February 13th through the 16th, NBA All-Star Jam Session transforms the New Orleans Ernest Memorial Convention Center into 40 interactive activities. Fans can test their skills, score free autographs from NBA stars, and pick up the hottest NBA All-Star merchandise. Jam Session is your family's ticket to everything NBA All-Star. Tickets start at just $10. Get yours today at NBAevents.com. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight this Friday, February 7th, when the Minnesota Timberwolves come to town. Tip-offs at 8.30 with the Pelicans' first pregame block party getting underway at 6.30, featuring live music, the Zatarain Season Ticket Garden, and interactive games for the kids. Tickets start as low as $14 and are available by calling 504-525-HOOP or visiting pelicans.com today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Welcome back. This uh, parade of guests we've had on the show today. Wow, I'm Kim and Tom O'Keefe, Dennis Lasha, and now the Jefferson Parish President John Young. Congratulations. Uh, this is a shiny moment for Jefferson Parish to have one of their international businesses really make a big mark today. I know, because uh, Smoothie King was founded in Jefferson Parish in 1973, and when Juan Kim bought it, he was leaning toward moving to Dallas. We were able to convince him to stay in Jefferson Parish in the greater metropolitan New Orleans region. And he's just a great company and he's just a great fellow. John, you mentioned one region, but specifically with Jefferson Parish, does it, do you think it surprises folks to hear news like this about a company that's based right there in Metairie? 
Uh, it probably does, but I don't think it should. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, like I said, the New Orleans Saints are based out of Jefferson Parish. The Pelicans are based out of Jefferson Parish. Again, it's one region, but uh, Jefferson Parish is the second most populous parish in the state. Uh, I, I venture to tell you that uh, most of the season ticket holders for the Saints and uh, the Pelicans come from Jefferson Parish. It's over 450,000 people. It's interesting, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about CenturyLink Field in Seattle over the end of the NFL season with the Seahawks there. Right. I don't think people realize that CenturyLink is based in Monroe, Louisiana. So that, that link, that pardon the yeah. pun, is, is interesting. I think, though, that here in Louisiana, John, I think you'd agree, we love our own. And, and, and to get our own company on our own building seems to make a lot of sense. I mean, right? that, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, a company that was actually founded with one store in 1973 in Jefferson Parish, to now be an internationally known company, and then to come in and, and become uh, the naming, uh, get the naming rights for the arena is just a phenomenal story. It's homegrown company. Mr. President, are we, are we just scratching the surface on the economic impact of this region right now? Because it seems like this this means a lot more than slapping a name on a building. Absolutely, and, and this is gonna, this is gonna. I think we are in a, at the beginning of a renaissance because we have been through Katrina. It's been eight years, but it wasn't just Katrina. It was Katrina, Rita, Gustav, Ike. Isaac, Lee, uh, and the BP oil spill, and the crash of the national economy. So I think we're poised to really, really become uh, what, we're, what our full potential is. And I'm talking about as a region, a world-class city, a world-class region that can compete uh, with the best of them. You told the story earlier today about, I wouldn't say courting is the right word, but the the chase to keep Juan Kim and his company here right. in Jefferson Parish. Can a, can a gentleman like Juan Kin now help you maybe attract businesses oh, into Jefferson Parish? Absolutely, because he has now become not only a great corporate citizen, but he has truly become one of our best ambassadors mm -hmm. because he's going out and talking to people, and he, he truly ha is in love with this whole metropolitan area. He loves the culture, and he's going out and telling everyone, uh, which is even better than a homegrown person like myself, uh, they may think I'm biased, but he's been in other parts where he's lived in other parts of the world. He's he went to uh, college in California, and he loves this area. So he's a great ambassador for this entire region. What's the next step? Is it is it office space? Is it is it financial incentives? What has to happen next for you to kind of keep this ball rolling? Well, uh, certainly we have Jetco and Jefferson Parish. We we work w uh, closely with GNO Inc. Uh, and also with with Stephen Worry with LED. So we we do a combination of things, and and certainly that helps. Uh, I think the new airport's going to help. I mean, that was one of the things that was a negative uh, from Juan Kemp's standpoint, not the lack of direct flights. But as we continue to attract business here, we'll continue to attract airlines with nonstop flights. And again, once people get here, they, they love this, this, this entire metropolitan area. John Young, president of the uh, Jefferson Parish. One more thing before I let you sure. go. Uh, this is a show for Saints and Pelicans sure. fans, so sports is at the forefront for us. The impact of the sports business, I guess, sometimes I hear, oh, it's just a sports or it's just a game or anything else. No. What, what, what happens in this dynamic that helps us as a region? It has a tremendous uh, economic impact. But for the Saints, we wouldn't have the Superdome. But for the Superdome, we wouldn't be able to host Super Bowls. Same thing for the for the Pelicans. But for the Pelicans, uh, we wouldn't have the NBA All-Star Game coming. I mean, that is a tremendous amount of money. Uh, you know, even New York, as big as it is, uh, courts a Super Bowl because they know what it means in terms of economics. So it's not just a sports team. It puts you on the map. It makes you a world-class uh, city and region because you have professional sports. Thanks. And they're moneymakers.
Bottom no line. Yes. Money makers. And Absolutely. jobs. Absolutely. Yes. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Yes, sir. Congratulations right. on another fine day. Great day. Great day. Thank you. Okay. You've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an Auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. This is Pelicans guard Eric Gordon, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. So there you have it. That's a, a pretty good guest list today here on the Black and Blue Report as we celebrate the naming rights deal for the Smoothie King Center. Our thanks to uh, John Young, president of Jefferson Parish. Of course, Dennis Lawshaw, the president of the Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints. And for uh, Tom O'Keefe, the president of Smoothie King and the CEO and owner of Smoothie King, Mr. Juan Kim. Tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, we'll hear from the mayor of New Orleans, Mitch Landrup. His thoughts on the events of today, the All-Star Game next week, and the economic impact of sports in general upon the city of New Orleans and the entire region. Before we get out of here today on the Black and Blue Report, I do want to share with you the videotaped message, or at least the audio from that message, from new NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. He had something to say this morning at the unveiling uh, press conference for the Smoothie King Center. Oh, hello there. I was just enjoying my high-protein banana smoothie. I'm sorry I can't be with you in person today. I'm thrilled on just my sixth day as NBA commissioner to unveil the Smoothie King Center and welcome Smoothie King to the NBA family. I'm going to put this down. As a global organization with the mission to inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle, Smoothie King has a lot in common with the NBA. Smoothie King's international reach and New Orleans roots makes its partnership with the Pelicans a perfect fit. The Smoothie King Center would not be possible without the great partnership between the Benson family and Smoothie King's CEO, Juan Kim. I send my congratulations and best wishes to them and to everyone at the Pelicans and Smoothie King. I look forward to seeing everyone in person next week in New Orleans for NBA All-Star. Of course, we'll see the commissioner next week, his first All-Star game as commissioner. We're very close now. A uh, couple of programming notes. Tonight, it's, as I mentioned earlier in the show, it's another edition of the Monty Williams Radio Show. It's our most extensive visit of the week with the Pelicans head coach. Hope you'll tune into that on 105.3 WWL-FM from 8 until 8.30. We'll have an encore presentation of my interview with Coach during tomorrow's Black and Blue Report as well. We'll also get you set for Pelicans and Timberwolves. Quick note, that game tips off at 8.30 tomorrow night. So if you uh, were unaware of that, I hope that you now know and don't show up too, too early. Of course, we'll welcome you, but uh, you don't want to get here too, too early tomorrow night. Broadcast begins at 8.30 promptly on the New Orleans Pelicans Radio Network. 
television coverage tomorrow night is going to be on ESPN, so national television coverage only as the Pelicans wrap up the four-game homestand. Big win last night against the Atlanta Hawks. Big game from Anthony Davis. Tomorrow night, a win would be so sweet in a couple of different ways. It would give the Pelicans a 3 and one homestand. It would also finally get that Timberwolf off your back. That team has been a pain in the you-know-what, and the Pelicans, frankly, have not just played very well against Minnesota yet this year. So hopefully, as uh, Monty Williams told me last night, uh, Minnesota gets New Orleans' best effort on the home floor tomorrow night at the Smoothie King Center, and that will give us a little momentum, too, into that last road trip before the All-Star break. A lot of hard work done today by Daniel Sowerson, so thanks to him for helping us put together the special edition of the Black and Blue Report here from our Smoothie King Center studios at the Smoothie King Center. Uh, it sure was a lot of fun today. I think, I think I learned a lot more than anything else. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Stay warm. I'm really tired of saying that, but stay warm. Hopefully spring is a shortcoming. Help us spread the word, won't you? The Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. I'm Sean Kelly. I'll see you tonight on the radio and tomorrow right back here on the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.